Jesus, as we turn to your word this morning, I ask that you would allow us to hear from your Holy Spirit. God, though my voice may be talking, I pray that you would help me to be quiet. And God, that you would use me to say whatever it is you desire to say to those who are gathered here in person and online. And God, I thank you for your word, the gift of the written word, scripture, that we can look into, that it gives us a way that we can know our God better in our lives. And so we thank you for that gift and pray that your Holy Spirit would just speak to each of us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you have a Bible with you this morning, it might be a paper Bible, it might be a digital Bible or a new tab if you happen to be joining us online. But I'd invite you to get out the most important thing that you have. Or if you need to borrow one, there's uh, blue Bibles, I believe, in the chair in front of you. If you get out your Bible... And lift it up nice and high this morning and just say, I got my Bible, PJ. That was not very together, but we're going to move on with it anyways. (laughs) Isaiah chapter 9. We have been in Isaiah chapter 9 for a while now. And uh, why stop, right? We've been in it throughout the Christmas season, kind of looking at this passage. And so I just want to read once again Isaiah chapter 9 starting at verse 1, says, Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, God humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people who have been walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You've enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar that is across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle, every garment rolled in blood is destined for burning. It'll be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. He'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there is no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Last night, if you were with us or if you weren't with us, uh, we kind of focused in on the very end of that passage. How does God do all of this? He, he does it by his zeal because God is simply crazy about you. I want to rewind just a, a, a verse into this passage this morning as kind of a, a simple thought. And in verse 6, the very popular verse that so many of us see on Christmas cards says, for us, To us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And we've talked a lot throughout this series about the idea of the kingdom of God that Jesus has come to usher in and that we live one kind of life among the kingdoms of this earth, but that God, through Jesus, has brought the kingdom of God near to us. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, even if we live physically in the kingdoms of this world, spiritually we can experience the kingdom of God. And that one day, just as the Jewish people waited, Advent, they were waiting for the coming of 
their Messiah, and he came in the person of Jesus. Today, we who live kind of in this tension of dual kingdoms are awaiting his return, knowing that at one point he will come and return everything to the way he had created it. This word government for us, I think, has all kinds of thoughts that come up. Some of them tension. Some of us just remember like learning in middle school about the judicial branch and the legislative branch and the executive branch. And we think about our government. The Hebrew word here is uh, the, uh, excuse me, comes from the, the Greek word misra. Can you say misra? Yeah. And it literally means rule or dominion, kind of from the root word sara. Can you say sara? You didn't know you were going to learn Hebrew on Christmas morning, right? It literally means to exert oneself or to place something in a row or to be a leader or to fight or to set in order. It means putting things back in place by the leader's decision. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government, the Misra, will be on his shoulders. It's on See, in our lives, our lives so often go astray. And we experience pain and evil and injustice and oppression, darkness, isolation, Satan and temptation, chaos, violence, and anxiety. We're like the people in Isaiah chapter 9 sometimes, living in the land of darkness. And yet, there is a great light. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the Misra will be on his shoulders because you and I can't do it. It was never for us to set our lives in order. God is the one who was the word at the very beginning, and by his voice, everything came into being, and nothing came into being without him. He was the word at the beginning that spoke everything into order, bringing and making order out of chaos when the Spirit of God himself hovered over the waters and the darkness. He spoke light and life and order into the chaos. And sin, rightly understood, is that separation from God. It, it is the absence of God, just as darkness is the absence of light. And what God desired to do in our lives was to bring his misra, his government, his kingdom, to set everything back in order the way that he had created it for us to experience life, not according to our way, not according to how we can do it, because given to ourselves, I don't know about you, I screw it up a whole lot more than I get it right. But the good news is that for us, a son is born, a child is given, and it's on his shoulders. It's not on my shoulders. It's not on your shoulders. The weight to carry, the burden doesn't belong to you. But God so loved you that he gave a son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ that whosoever would believe in him, they would understand that he is the word who became flesh, who died on the cross in our place and rose again victorious, that they would have life and light and hope 
and peace and joy. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the ability to put things right, the misra was on his shoulders. My hope for you this Christmas and as we move forward is that you would lean into the greatest gift that has ever been given. The fact that God so desperately loves you, that he is zealous for you, that he is crazy about you, that he doesn't desire for you to live in the darkness of pain and death. And even though we physically are in the kingdoms of this world, we can know the power of Jesus, the inbreaking of his kingdom through the power of his Holy Spirit. And as followers of Jesus, we have hope that the God who has already come is coming again. And as we have glimmers in our spiritual life of the peace, the hope, the joy, and the love that God brings, we know that he's bringing all of it and the fullness of his kingdom when he comes again, not as a baby, but as a conquering king of kings, and he shall reign forevermore. Let me pray for you this Christmas. Father, I pray for this congregation for every man, woman, and child who is gathered here today. God, may we understand the joy that is in Christmas. May we know what we celebrate, that the greatest gift that has ever been given is nothing that we find in our stockings or under the tree. It's not even what we find under the mistletoe. It's the baby. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And everything will be placed upon his shoulders. He will carry it for us because he's a wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting father and the prince of peace. He sets things back in order. He forgives us of sin. He draws us unto the God that we were created to know and be known by. God, may we experience peace with you today as we celebrate and remember our God is an Emmanuel who is with us. May we be with you. May we put our hope and our trust in you. Even as we look forward to the future culmination when this kingdom of yours comes in all of its fullness, when you wipe every tear from the eyes of those who trust you, where there is no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for that order of things will one day pass away. Thank you, Jesus, for Jesus. Be with your people this morning. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you again so much for joining us again. You can place blue cards or tithes and offerings at the baskets or give online as you exit. We are so glad that you have joined us this Christmas. We do want to invite you back. Next Sunday will be New Year's Day, and we are going to have a wonderful time of worship and prayer and celebration, and so we would love to have you join us next week. But go with God and have a great week. God bless.